Hello, you're watching The Final Whistle with me, Kenzie Benali. And me, Steve Forbes. And welcome back to St Mary's Stadium, where the atmosphere has been absolutely electric this evening because despite going down to 10 men in the first half, Southampton battled it out to take a point from our last match of 2021. Plenty to discuss from that one. So let's welcome back Dean Hammond and Adam Leach. Uh, Dean, we'll come to you first. We spoke pre-match about Ralph's brave team selection and it's paid off here well 100% paid off Kenzie I think for the first 40 minutes of the first half Southampton were, were superb um, the better team um, played with such energy and uh, intensity I think is the right word didn't really allow Tottenham to settle um, played really high up the pitch and pressed Tottenham Tottenham couldn't get out at, at times um, scored a fantastic goal from, from James Ward-Prowse and, and fully deserved a lead up to that point um, Tottenham got back into the game, you know, probably you know second attack of, that they had in the in the first half, um, and then you know the penalty and uh, the sending off changed the game really. Um, but in the second half, I think uh, following on from the West Ham performance, I think the Southampton player today showed a real maturity in terms of being disciplined in in that second half, different approach to the game, knowing that instead of being able to press, they're going to have to keep a shape. I think they've done that brilliantly today. Some really good individual performances, a change of shape, but I think the commentators mentioned it. It looked like Southampton had been playing that shape for a number of games. Um, looked really, really comfortable. It looked fluid. There was a good understanding between the players. Almost won it at the end with, with Brozier coming on and getting that opportunity. Um, but some good saves from Fraser Forster. I think he's been great since he's come back in over the last two games, which is good to see. Um, and a good defensive performance from, from front to back. So, yeah, really pleasing and another really valuable point. And four points out of these two fixtures is really impressive. And now they can go into the Newcastle game with real confidence. And I think the good thing, you, you saw really good spirit today between the players. And that's really important. Well, before we talk about the game in a bit more detail, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solent. Don, over the free kick. Lays it into the box. Header goes in towards the back stick and it's in. Offside. 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 It's into the box and it makes it towards the end of the box. Walt Prowse with the effort. What a goal! What a strike by James Walt Prowse! And the ball is actually just played through to Son Hoon Min and Son's into the box down the right side. He's bundled to the floor. Referee points to the spot. It's a penalty to Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, it's a second yellow. And Salisa is off. Tottenham steps up and scores. Right down the middle, smashes it. One all here at St. Don't Mary's. stop them. Top of the centre circle, Harry Winks. Dinks it forward over the top to Harry Kane. And he's onside, edge of the box. Kane past Forster, 2-1. There was a fantastic ball from Harry Winks over the top. Possible offside. He, may, he looked slightly off at the time, but the way that the play went on. The goal is not given. Offside. Oh, offside. Wow. Listen. Emerson down the right channel, he's got to cut back onto his left, right corner of the box, ball towards the back stick, Forster goes up for it, claims it, well it's dropped and it's gone in! No, it's not gone in, stand down, foul in the build-up, Brozier tries to play it on, and Brozier's got him behind, Brozier into the box, right side, Brozier blocked corner on this near side, that came out of nothing. And there goes the final whistle! 
it's fair to say that a change of shape hasn't always gone our way in the past. But Dean, as uh, sorry, Adam, as Dean said there, it certainly worked in our favour today. How did you rate Southampton's overall performance? Absolutely superb. I mean, to to a man, they were excellent. They worked absolutely tirelessly. They and it's not just occasionally you get those sort of uh, results, and on paper it looks like our oh, team's gone down to ten men, and then they kind of find a way to raise their game and the opposition they don't quite work out how to play 10 men who are basically camped on the edge of their own penalty area but that if anybody looks at the result on paper and thinks that's what happened uh, at St Mary's today they'd be very much mistaken because Saints were by far the better team uh, when when it was 11 against 11 and then they were they were easily equal to Spurs for the majority of the time when they only had 10 men and, and yes okay they were a little more restricted going forward at that point obviously but they still showed intent going forward as well it was a marvellous performance and I think you have to give Ralph a lot of credit because I think this felt like a bit of a gamble this team selection frankly um, I wonder if he would even admit it was a little bit of a gamble uh, with, with a great win at West Ham and with a, a very winnable and important game against Newcastle either side of this fixture, I think Ralph decided that this was a game to kind of try something a bit different, to bring in fresh legs uh, and just and just kind of see how it went. And I mean, he must be absolutely delighted because it also, uh, I'm sure, has, has uh, strengthened his belief in the depth of his squad, that there are guys there that he can call upon uh, and who can not only come in and fill in if somebody's injured, but look, that's a, almost, not completely, but almost different team there that he's put out in a different shape. Uh, and they were a match for for a very, very good Tottenham team, a much improved Tottenham team who are going onwards and upwards and probably will continue in that direction. So a fantastic way to end the year with a what I think for the effort that they put in and the quality they showed was a deserved point. Yeah, it was great. I was buzzing up here oh. for the fans. This place was rocking. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, Dean, James Ward-Prowse, we spoke about him before the game and his gold contributions. He's now got three in his last three for Saints. We know what he can do from a from a dead ball, from a free kick. But this one from open play, I'd like to firmly put in the belter category. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Steve. It was, a, it was a special strike. It really was. It came from um, the long throw from, from Salas, who... Um, James Ward-Prowse anticipating that the ball falling on the edge of the box, and it's a it's a brilliant uh, connection, fantastic technique, hits across the ball, so it's kind of spinning away um, from Larice, the, the Tottenham goalkeeper, who doesn't see it, but I don't think he would save it anyway, and actually goes into the side netting. So it's brilliant technique, and we know James possesses that ability to score goals like that. Technically sound, um, and I think he can get more and more goals and. You know, like Adam's touched on before the show, we've probably been silently expecting a little bit more from James. You know, he's been performing well, but maybe not to the standards that he'd set previously. But I think you're right. In the last three or four games, he's really stepped up um, as captain in his performances, led by example, and obviously his contributions with assists and, and goals as well. And I think his overall game today was very, very good. You saw him picking up second balls in the middle of the field when they were outnumbered at times. Uh, the way you press, the energy you press within that first half really set the tone, won a lot of balls back, interceptions. I think his possession stats will be very, very good as well. Um, so a really good individual performance, a captain's performance and led the team very, very well today. But a brilliant strike. It is a belter. You're right. It's a, it's a good strike. And I'm sure the fans and 
all of us will enjoy watching that over and over again. Certainly did enjoy that one. Uh, lots of comments coming in to us already. Uh, Gene Young has said, brilliant goal. James Ward-Prowse, uh, great saves from Forster as well. Walker-Peters, great as usual. Uh, Pete Batchel has also got in touch. Uh, he says, brave, passionate, resolute, solid. Uh, Saints were amazing in the second half, exemplified by Carl Walker-Peters. What a star. Um, and Rich has also left us this comment. He says, great result under the circumstances. Please do keep those comments coming in to us. We love to hear from you. Um, Adam, let's talk about the formation then, shall we? Because we weren't entirely sure how that would work when we first got the team news. Up until the red card, how did that formation work for you? Superbly, Kenzie. I mean, I think Saints were comfortably the better team. Um, I guess you you almost felt like if you're going to be hypercritical, it's that same problem that they've had in the past. They've started a lot of games very well and then they haven't converted enough chances. I mean, Saints could have, perhaps should have been further ahead uh, before the red card, I would argue, given how well they were playing. Uh, it was an interesting, uh, not only the the team that Ralph selected, but the way in which they played. They played, it was a very brave way to play. They really pressed Tottenham high up the pitch. Uh, we spoke before the game about last season and, and, and the problems they had when they tried to play a very high defensive line against Tottenham. They didn't play such a high defensive line today, but it was, it felt a little higher than they normally play. Uh, and they played it really, really well. Um, you've got to give a lot of credit to the to the players that were that started the game uh, because the, they were they were excellent in that period with eleven men. Very, very well worth a lead, and probably should have been even further ahead. Frankly, it was a uh, it was interesting, and I still feel four two 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 is their best formation week in week out. But I think again, talking about the depth of squad, but also in terms of the shape. I think this is another proof that Ralph will be able to kind of stick on the board uh, on his managerial list, really, of we can do this. This is a shape we can play. We can execute this. And bearing in mind, he did it with without kind of a few of his first choice players that you would think you would think instinctively you wouldn't really want Jan Valerie at centre half. If you're playing against Tottenham and changing formation, you would really want Romeo in the team and probably one or two others as well. But look at what they did. It was, uh, it was fantastic. And uh, a lot of credit to Ralph as well, because he must have worked on that, not just in the last couple of days, they must have spent a lot of time on the training ground working in this formation for a sustained period of time to have been able to go out and execute it the way they did today. That wasn't just luck. Uh, that was obviously very well planned over a long period of time. Well, Southampton did look fully in control of the game throughout that first half until late in the first half when uh, Spurs levelled from the spot after Mohamed Salasu uh, gave away a penalty and then was subsequently shown a second yellow card and was sent off. Uh, Dean, it kind of turned the game on its head a bit. And I, I suppose, what did you make of the, the tackle from Salasu? A little rash. Uh, Steve, um, I think it actually recovered pretty well into that position and, and, I think he expected Song to shoot and uh, not have that extra touch. And that's what caught him by surprise. I think the challenge is more of an attempt to block a shot, um, but very clever play from, from Song. And I think it's a yellow card. Uh, I don't think it's a red card, which is with the right decision from the referee. I think maybe the first yellow card is, I think there's a discussion on that. Possibly, I think that's a little bit harsher. Then it wouldn't be a sending off. It's definitely a penalty. I don't think there's any argument with that. Um, and it was probably the first time, maybe the second time 
in the half where Southampton had just been split open. There was a bit of a too big a gap between Salisu and Perro, and that gap just opened up for Song to run into. I think James will proud to try to press Harry Winks, and Harry Winks had just got to, past him to be able to pass that ball in, and it didn't happen very much in that first half. So a very good pass, very good movement. Um, but yeah, I think that will come with... Look, Salisu was brilliant. In that first 40 minutes, he, he again, another player that set the tone. You know, every time Harry Kane got the ball, he was right beside Harry Kane. Every time Deli Ali got the ball, he was right beside Deli Ali. Didn't allow them to turn, didn't allow them to get facing forward. So he had a very impressive 40 minutes. I think with experience and what this will teach him, a lesson from this is when you are booked, it's just maybe you just have to adapt your game a little bit, maybe calm down a little bit, get into halftime, settle yourself down and then just understand that maybe you can't make them challenges, that you just get tight and just hold the play out and make them play backwards. But that will come. He's a young man. He's performing very, very well. I think he's been very impressive this year. So he's going to make mistakes. And it was a, a genuine attempt to try and block the ball. But it is it is a penalty. It is a yellow card. And unfortunately, it's a sending off. Minutes into the second half when we thought Spurs had taken the lead. Once again, for the second time in just three days, it was VAR to the rescue. How did Southampton do for you defensively after that red card? Well, I think they, they defended, you know, manfully, really. It was it was pretty brave stuff. There were some bodies on the line. A few of them got clattered or, or took a whack uh, trying to block shots. And actually, as a team, you have to applaud them. I mean, from front to back, Adam Armstrong was, was virtually playing as a sort of second left wing back almost at times in that second half. But it was... Um, worked absolutely tirelessly. And I think that was the key to it, really, that the really Spurs struggled because Saints continued to be able to press them with 10 men still. It wasn't a, a pure sit back, drop deep, just absorb the balls coming into the box. A little bit of that towards the end. But for most of it, they actually continued to to play properly as, it, as if they had 11. Um but the, the, the amount of work it took to do that was was quite extraordinary. And I guess that's another triumph for, for Ralph for having brought in fresh players, because I think had had it not been fresh players, had it been the players that played against West Ham, probably actually that amount of effort would have been quite hard to sustain. But but the, the fresh legs in the team really did it. And there was a few players there that really, I think, stepped up to the mark today and, and a few few that probably had a bit to prove as well. I think you look at your Peros of the world and, you know, maybe Adam Armstrong and the effort and the shift he put in, Shane Long as well. And I think these guys could go away with their heads held high today and they've given Ralph quite a lot to think about, I, I would imagine. Maybe not for Newcastle because maybe it's time to freshen it up again, given the efforts of today. But going forward, I think that there's some more opportunities for these guys then perhaps uh, Ralph or they probably expected before this game. Yeah, well, let's take a look at what the fans are saying watching along at home. And it seems Jan Valery has earned himself a lot of praise uh, from those of you joining us on the show. James Dax got in touch. He says, massive well done to Valery today. Not played in a while. Had to slot in at centre-back after the sending off. Played brilliantly, in my opinion. Stuart, hello to you. He says a big shout-out to Jan as well. He said he thought he was excellent at centre-back. Well done to you. And Josh on Twitter also getting in touch. He says, huge credit to Jan Valery tonight. 
He didn't foot a foot wrong at centre-back, proved all the doubters wrong after that performance. And a comment here from Dan too on Twitter. He says that was a great result. Uh, four points from the last two games is amazing. Every player worked hard for that. Selection headache time. Yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of Valerie, let's continue that conversation on him, Dean. He was maybe a surprise selection in that starting 11, forming one of the back three uh, centre-backs um, today for Saints. How would you, or how, how, would, how do you think he did today? Because it's maybe a position that he's not too comfortable at playing in. Yeah, I think naturally he is a full-back. Um, but I think if you look at it, um, and potentially it could be his best position. Um, you know, the physical stature of him, he's, you know, he's a big guy, so he can play in that position. Um, he's pretty comfortable on the ball. Um, and I think he played very, very well today. Um, in, you know, in the in the first half, he was actually uh, an attacking threat. The overload, when Southampton were able to switch the play, he became that extra man coming out from the back. And there was chance where he could have shot, where he was linking up play um, with Cole Walker-Peters. Um, so he performed very, very well. And, you know, there was times in the second half where he didn't get the first contact, but he was making it difficult for the Tottenham players to get a clean contact when the ball was coming in the box. So positioning-wise, he was very, very good. Uh, and I think the best moment for him was when Song broke, when Tottenham broke in the second half and, and he was one-on-one. -on -one. Song was one-on-one -on -one with him and he made a fantastic block. He showed him down the line. Uh, he backed himself and blocked the shot from Song. So he had a very, very good performance. And he'd be really, really pleased with that and, and proud of that as well because he's not been around the first team. He's not had much, um, he hasn't had much of a chance. So he's had to be patient. And that can be difficult for a young lad. You know, I think he went out on loan last year as well and, and that went okay. Um, so, you know, Ralph wouldn't put him in the team if he didn't believe in him. Um, even if he wants to rotate the squad, if he didn't have belief in him, he wouldn't play him. So I think he did well today and he's done himself credit um, and he'd be pleased with that performance. Well, another player we weren't necessarily expecting to start today was Shane Long. That was actually the first time he started in the Premier League since Boxing Day last year. Um, he earned himself a standing ovation from the fans when he came off. How did he do for you today, Adam? Well, if, if there's a guy that you want when you're down to 10 men and you're and you're going to have to like defend from, from the front uh, and press hard against a very good team, it's Shane Long. Uh, I guess that's the, the criticism of Shane has been uh, he doesn't score enough goals in his career. That has been levelled at him. And I think it's probably fair given his his ability and the chances he gets. But the one thing you never, ever get with Shane is anything less than 100%. He gives it his all every single time he goes out on the pitch. And uh, when your back's against the wall... He's the kind of guy, if you're in the team, you want to see out on the pitch with you, I think, because you know that he will chase every single ball, lost cause or otherwise. He will close down. He will he will work tirelessly. He's like a Duracell bunny out there. He just uh, must be so frustrating. <laughs> if, you, if you think you're Tottenham centre-halves and you think down to 10 men, we're going to have time to get our foot on the ball, get our heads up and play out from the back and, and kind of build steadily. And he's buzzing around you the whole time. Uh, it's very, very difficult. And I think it was kind of a, in the end, a situation that was made for him to shine because it allowed him to do his thing. It wasn't necessarily everybody was expecting him to score a goal. It was what can you offer in terms of your work rate, your passion, your professionalism and your discipline and those are the things he has and he always offers in absolute spades uh so yeah he got a standing ovation from the crowd and it was fully deserved because he put in a huge shift today
Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. I'm tired. <laughs> Me too, like all the other players. It was an intense week, so took two days in 48 hours and two, two games with unbelievable effort and, and uh, belief. And uh, finally a deserved point, I think, because of our fantastic first half where we, we smashed them. We were so aggressive. We have played so well. Scored a beautiful goal uh, and then made one mistake. Uh, Salidin doesn't do the foul, but yeah, in the end uh, we took a lot of risk in the first half and and in the second half we defended with everything we had. And and I think uh, in the end I said it in the halftime to the guys because of our first half we, def- we deserve to get something here and we were fighting until the end. Good goalkeeper, fantastic defensive work. Everybody was throwing in every shot, and this is what you have to do in such a game. You started with a different shape. How helpful was that and what was the thinking behind that in terms of kind of making them uncomfortable? Yeah, we played a different style of football today. Uh, didn't play so much football, tried to play in behind, set them on the back foot, uh, have been aggressive on their long balls and uh, cleared the balls immediately in the last line so they could uh, not really build up and we had a lot of pressure on them. And this was the result, it was a fantastic goal from Prousey, beautiful goal. Yeah, and then also the rest of the first half was good and then we made one mistake where uh, uh, Sally made a foul, and yeah, and then it's tough in the halftime. We we changed a little bit. Uh, we had to settle new, and but the second half was from the effort and from the belief, unbelievable. Yeah, you obviously had to approach the second half in a different way, but despite the pressure they had, you really limited them in terms of having really serious opportunities. Yeah, uh, I didn't see a lot of chances to be honest, but a lot of entries in the box. Sure, this is normal, uh, but uh, not the clear headers because we have been very man oriented in the box and. This was very good today, I must say. Six changes that you made. Obviously, some guys coming in who haven't played a lot recently. How impressive was that in terms of how they did? And does it show some evidence of the depth that you've got this season? No, absolutely. We spoke always about the, uh, that this situation will come in the season with COVID cases, with injuries over Christmas, a lot of games coming up. You need to have a big squad and every player is needed. And today when you see Longy here, it never started this season, but what a fantastic game he played there up front. And Jan Verde is a centre-back, at first in the back five. OK, he had played it against Chelsea one time, but then in a, in a back four also, uh, beside Jan, Ver- uh, Jan Bedenreck, we have never played like this. And he did a, a fa- fantastic job there also. Uh, I must say, super proud of, 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 of what we have done today. Four points in 48 hours is pretty good going as well, straight after Christmas. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. Yeah, every point is important for us uh, and we take it and keep on going. Well, after today, we move into 2022 and Southampton's first game of the new year will be against Newcastle here at St Mary's. Newcastle were unlucky not to get anything, or well, not to get a win over Manchester United last night, but still very much one of the favourites to go down, Dean. So what are your early thoughts ahead of that game? Well, Newcastle have vastly improved under Eddie Howe. They have, so they're, they're a better team. Um, I watched the game last night and they performed very, very well against Manchester United. Um, again, New managers had an impact. They're playing with more intensity. They're running more. I think there's more organisation. One blessing for Southampton, it looks like Callum Wilson is injured. Um, and it looks like some Maximum is injured. And that is their two major threats. So that's going to be a problem for Newcastle and an advantage to Southampton. So, look, it's a home game. The home record this season is very, very good for Southampton. I'm sure you mentioned it, Steve. The atmosphere today was fantastic. That will carry on into the Newcastle game. And if Southampton play like they did in the first half, with that intensity, with that purpose to to win the ball back early, to press um, and create chances, um, I think it can be another successful 
uh, afternoon for Southampton. I'm looking forward to the game because if you look over these three fixtures, Southampton have already got four points and that's impressive. And a, t- a, t- a total four points out of three games would have been pretty acceptable, if I'm honest. If Southampton finished with seven points from it, it's brilliant. And it's a it's been a good end to the year and it can be a fantastic start to the year for Southampton. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. Yeah, most definitely. Dee mentioned there, Adam, that Newcastle have two key players out for that match. And I think January the 2nd might be a bit too early for them to get any new big money signings in. <laughs> yeah, I think this might just be a good time to play them, Steve, if, if you have to play them under Eddie Howe. Uh, they, they are much improved. They look a better team. He's, I think, certainly going to get a lot more out of them uh, in, in the coming weeks and months, the remain of the season. Uh, and we all probably expect that there will be a few a uh, few big signings that will come in in January to, to bolster them as well. So they, they are a better team, but probably they're going to get better. So it is a nice time to play them, especially with Saints being on such great form uh, with the home uh, support again after the the what the last couple of games I think everybody's really up for it uh, and and looking onwards and upwards not really looking over their shoulder but I think if if you if you're honest uh, a win against Newcastle is putting huge amounts of daylight between Saints and Newcastle who are in the bottom three uh, and will probably pull Saints even further away from the other teams that are in the bottom three. And I think that really, if they could get seven points from these three games, that's very that's an exceptional haul for them. But I think the other thing that does is it really removes the pressure for, for from then on because they they're not safe, obviously, on twenty four points, but they are pretty comfortable given they'll have only played twenty games by that point. So I think it's a huge opportunity for Saints. Uh, I think it's a game. They, they can and should win. Newcastle are going to be missing some key players. Yes, we know Saints are now going to miss a couple after today. Um, but we've seen the depth they've got. And with players to come back, there's there's a lot to play for there. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's uh, a great chance for a win. Uh, and, you know, couldn't sign off the show without saying it's another good chance for another correct prediction from Dean after his <laughs> stunner today. Well, we had to mention it, didn't we? You're both level on points now. What a way to go into the new year. <laughs> well, I think it's more luck than judgment, I think. So I'll take it. I'll go into the new year top of the league with Adam. I'm pleased with that. Though. Happy days. Happy days indeed. Uh, well, Adam, Dean, always great fun uh, to have you on the show with us. A very happy new year to you both. Uh, thanks for your analysis today and always. Uh, and a very warm uh, thank you to all those of you getting in touch online as well. We will uh, read a few more comments out before we say goodbye. Uh, Moses on Facebook is a happy man. He says, Saints, my pride. Uh, Richard Martin, hello to you. He says, very proud of the great performance against a good Spurs side. We have a comment here from Adrian and Pascal Murray as well. He says it was an awesome team performance today. It certainly was. Uh, a comment here from Hassan. An amazing point under the circumstances showed even greater resilience, passion and effort than Sunday. The fans were amazing. And Tom Blake has said a fantastic point. Can't say more than that, Steve. You certainly can't. <laughs> Southampton finished the year with a draw here at St Mary's against Spurs and a fantastic performance. Thank you so much to everyone for supporting us on Saints Live through 2021. We'll be back on Sunday the 2nd of January when Newcastle will be the visitors here at St Mary's. Have a great new year. Happy New Year.